en 3, 2, 1. Para mi gente que habla español, yo soy el más chingón que existe, mi amigos, porque yo soy el Pentagón Cero Miedo. Yo, I'm pretty sure you're like, what the hell is going on? My volume levels have peaked, but uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, I got a legitimate luchador mask from my favorite wrestler, Pentagon, who wrestles right now for AEW. I got this mask in Mexico by a, a mask maker. When I went into the shop, I'm like, yo, I want a Pentagon mask. He looked at me with no hesitation. He said, you got a big ass head. I was like, I know I do. You got anything that'll fit me by Pentagon? He's like, yeah, of course. I got, I got, I got one left that might fit you. I put it on tight fit, and I absolutely loved it. Gold trimming. I'm like, yo, I gotta take this. How much is it? Seventy. Goddamn, seventy bucks. I thought I was in Mexico. Isn't this stuff supposed to be like cheaper? Nope. It's handcrafted. Really good material. These are the style of masks that they wear in the ring. So it's like pretty thick. But it's going to take a beating. It's not going to rip really easily. Uh, the only thing that I totally forget that it has no ear holes. So even though I have headphones on, it's at full blast because I cannot hear myself. So if I sound like I'm yelling, it's because legitimate. I cannot hear myself in this mask. But it's Halloween weekend. Let me partake in the, in the festivities of Halloween, even through COVID, and have some fun. Let's record that episode in a luchador mask. Also, let me let me show you, if you're watching the, the, the YouTube version, in front of me, right now, we're supposed to wear face masks. Obviously, you go out, be safe, wear face masks. I got a face mask in the style of the mask that I have on, again, by another mask maker, like a legitimate, like, luchador mask maker he ended up making face mask and i'm like yo i gotta cop this is i mean i love it also it's a little too too thick but i like it it's pretty cool but i'm gonna show you something again if you're watching this on youtube i really hopefully you guys are but next to me like i'm telling you i am a huge huge fan of wrestling so in front of me i have uh, an autograph picture by by my favorite wrestler right now, Pentagon, his brother, Phoenix at the bottom. And it's also, it's a, a it's it's a original art piece by an artist. So I even got the artist to sign it. But yeah, all right, that's enough about wrestling. Hopefully I didn't scare you guys with my impression of El Pentagon, Cero Miedo. So let me talk a little bit about that mantra, the Cero Miedo, Zero Fear. There's a player on the, what is it? Uh, the San Francisco 49ers, George Kittle, Kittle? I don't watch I don't watch American sports, so I do apologize. But he's adopted the mantra. He's a huge wrestling fan, and he ended up becoming a big Pentagon uh, fan. So every time he makes like a huge play uh, on the field, he looks for the camera and does the mannerisms, the zero fear, cero miedo uh, in the camera. And then obviously when he interviews, he talks about zero fear, and I'm like, yo, that's actually even though it's wrestling, yes, and I get it, it's all entertainment. It's a pretty good mantra to live by. Live your life with zero miedo. So let's talk about Halloween. Well, very quick. I'm pretty excited. Maybe I love Halloween because it's the fat guy in me. I'm still fucking fat. So don't 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 think that, oh, oh he lost weight. He thinks he's skinny now. Hell no. I know. I went from like really, really, really morbidly obese to just just fat, you know, <laughs> like, I mean, that's the easiest way to put it, I didn't go from like morbidly obese to skinny or slim thick, 
I just went from morbidly obese to fat, which to me, that's a huge win. 220 pounds weight loss. Uh, wait, how, how do I, how, how do you dab? I, uh, the Halloween candy, you know, it's going to be half off the next day. So that's what I'm super excited about. I think my favorite candy, it's probably uh, anything with peanut butter. Damn. No wonder I'm fat. Peanut butter. Uh, so if it has peanut butter, more than likely your boy is probably going to eat it. Reese's peanut butter cups. Yawn ain't safe. I'm coming for you. I'm coming for that ass. Um, quarantine. I started drinking a little bit more. Not because I was sad, but it's just because I was bored. And then the boredom did turn into sadness. And I'm like, huh, it's probably not a good idea. So I would catch myself just drinking because I don't know when or how, but I, from one day to another, I said, cool, I'm going to stop drinking completely. Um, and it wasn't like I'm an alcoholic or anything, but I was like, you know, it's not really healthy. You're adding, in a sense, poison and in, in, to your body. And also that includes food too. So it's not like, ooh, I'm, I'm super health freak. But I was like, well, if I can start with something and if I can fight temptation on this, I can do almost anything. So that's what I started doing. And, you know, I... I it has come to my attention because I've noticed things now that the older you get, I guess the easiest thing to do when it comes to hanging out is let's go get a drink. Let's go eat and get drinks. Anytime there's a party, it's always like, let's drink. And I'm like, damn, I know that there's more to do than just drink. And I'm not saying that... Um, that there's something wrong with drinking, but... It's just everything that that I would be doing with friends would revolve around drinking. So I would, I would be that guy who who has a diet coke the whole time. Slowly but surely, you know, people respected it, and and I love it. But I got asked about the tequila collection that I have here. You have a, this this amazing tequila collection. You're telling me you don't drink? I said, no. I think the only time that I catch myself drinking in the past three months is when I have a guest in the studio. Uh, I guess that's my way of, hey, thank you for coming. Um, I always have water and I'm like, you want to start off loosen up with with a shot? They're like, yeah. And it's not just like any tequila. Obviously, I got like Glas Azul, uh, 1942, Reserva Familia by Jose Cuervo, which is not the cheap one. It's the one that costs like 150 Dos Artes and, and yeah, so it's not like Patron or it's not like Coralejo, things that you think are, are good, but in reality, they're not. And I think I, 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 that's the only time and it's only one. And slowly but surely, I, I have gone out. Now, uh, I, I've been playing a lot of tennis. That's my go-to thing now. I try to be active, get out of the house because I work from home. So from eight to five, uh, I'm home. In my, in my studio office, and after that, I catch myself in my studio office, maybe playing a game, or recording one of these episodes, and I'm like, yo, I gotta get out, like, I'm getting bored of being here, because when I used to go into the office, the my one joke is like, what do you look forward to? Leaving, so I can go home. Now, I, I'm, I'm at home, so what do I have to look forward to? Nothing. So, I started going out more, like, to the park, and, you know, riding my bike, and playing tennis, and I'm doing this like three times a week. And my buddy the other day uh, was like, hey, bro, thanks for introducing tennis. I'm not out drinking. I'm not out gambling. And I feel so much better. And I'm going out and being active. I'm like, oh, uh, 
Thank you. Tennis is my new thing besides riding my bicycle. So when it comes to riding my bicycle, when I was like 500 pounds, that was my Oh, I got the hiccups. That was my one thing that I really wanted to do. But at 500 pounds, there's very few bikes that are going to be able to support you. And if they do, I mean, usually the the wheel bends. So I said, you know, when I lose weight, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to ride a bike. So when I started losing weight, I said, I think I'm at that level. I let's go buy buy a bike. So I went and bought like an entry level bike, not a Walmart bike or like a Kmart, you know, like a department store bike, like a legitimate inter, uh, intermediate level bike. That shit cost like almost 600 bucks. And I rode that everywhere. Well, not too long ago, I, I, I finally did some damage. I'm 300 pounds. So your boy jumped off this little, this little hill and the wheel bent. All right, well. Because of quarantine, production and things like that. And also, because of quarantine, people are riding their bikes more. So a lot of parts were sold out everywhere. Websites were sold out. So it took me something that I could have just gotten within a week. It, I mean, even the bike shop was like, dude, I don't know where to find a, a wheel, uh, like a brand new wheel with the hub. And I said, all right, well, give me some time. That shit took like two and a half months to get a wheel. Um, but yeah, man, I, I, I got a bike and I've upgraded it and I'm just so blessed to ride a bike. That is, I'm telling you guys, I know it sounds so cheesy and simple, but riding a bike at one point was not a reality. If I travel and that city has like rental bikes, like within downtown or things like that, where I can ride a bike, enjoy the views, I'm going to do it. So I guess the, the number one thing that I hear a lot about on TV, on the internet, on the social medias is politics. I'm not going to talk about it. I'm just going to do a a friendly PSA reminder. Go vote. 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 Go vote. Go vote. Go vote. Yeah, pretty simple. Go vote, guys. Go vote. That's it. Not going to tell you who. Just go vote. It's my uh friendly PSA. Again, I have certain things that, that I try to stay away from. It's politics, religion, and sports. But I, I, I think just stating the obvious, uh, what was it? Uh, the Lakers won. You know, for, for uh, the biggest thing is like, you know, the Lakers won for Kobe, uh, which, which again, I'm not, a, I'm not a big basketball fan, but I do respect the whole, the whole idea of like, doing this for for a fallen comrade um kobe i mean if you all i know is i don't know too much about basketball but the little i know it's pretty much kobe and michael jordan so big ups to that that entire city to every fan that is like a huge laker fan i know that that was like a huge deal this year all right cool enough about sports i don't really like talking about it i'll stick to my fake shit which is wrestling so I've been asked a few times by, by a couple of my friends. They're like, hey, do you ever plan on on doing a Spanish episode? And I have thought about it. The thing is, my listener base only speaks English. Uh, and then also, I, I didn't want it to be like a Latino thing um, or like a Mexican thing. Uh, I, I'm just a Latino who has a podcast and, and that's it. I just I just wanted to leave it at that. But then I know that if I if I were to talk like in Spanish, the only thing that I'm that I know 
so much more and feel comfortable talking in Spanish. It would be about soccer. And then the people who are listening would be like, what the fuck is he talking about? So I probably left it as is. I'm just going to keep it in English. But talking about languages, there is a a something that I that I saw, saw on TikTok. The guy is is uh, a an actual like professor in academia uh, of linguistic studies. He's a doctor as well in linguistic studies. And he made a TikTok talking about how we, again, this is out of my realm. And I have reached out, hopefully, hopefully I can get him on the podcast. But um, it talks about people who speak multi-languages and are able to switch from one language to another. And I know growing up, my parents hated when I did that. It's either you talk English or you talk Spanish. Don't mix them up. And yes, it, it, in a professional sense, don't mix them up. You don't want to do that. But he kind of talked about being able to use our brains a little, a little bit more when we're able to switch. And what do I mean by that? So if you're able to talk uh, like a certain language, and después cambias a la diferente idioma, and then you start talking Espanol, um, and just being able to do that, that means that you're using more brain power. And I'm over here like, I thought it was dumb. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's the fact that uh, you're able to use more brain power and we should embrace it in a sense. Obviously, in, in, the, in the growing stages of, uh, of a child, you should definitely embrace it. Uh, in a professional sense, you probably don't want to do that. But when I, when I heard that, you know, he, he mentioned studies and all that. I'm like, oh, damn. Not too bad because I am able to switch from one language and then go back to the same language that I was originally talking to. And what I'm talking about, about sports, the politica, or the religion. And then I can go back to a different language. And I'm pretty sure everyone will understand what I'm talking about. You use a little bit more brain power because you, like, right there. It, I feel like I was talking faster than what my brain was able to catch up to. Uh, but th- I mean, that's something that I have learned through TikTok and uh, fuck, man, I'm talking again about TikTok. Oh, well, that I absolutely just have been have been so intrigued by. Hence why I reached out like, all right, you know what? Maybe not the whole hour because I know I try to value people's time. Um but if I can get him on for like 15 minutes, talk about linguistic studies and the way that that our brain works and, and the way that society understands the combination of languages, uh, just to get an insight, uh, it, I guess it, it won't be too spicy, you know, huh, pun on the podcast, but it'll be super educational to get someone to talk about that just because I was super intrigued by it. I don't know how, how the hell did I just bring that up, but I highly recommend. I know TikTok is all about the dancing. When everything opens up, the clubs open up, you hear a song. Um, like, for example, Savage Love. Savage Love. Do, 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 do. Like, people are going to be doing that motion. Yo, I've been actually watching a lot of, like, I've been watching on YouTube a lot of, like, actual, again, 
everything is dancing. But I've been watching more intricate dancing videos, like uh, instead of just doing hand motions and and calling that dancing, which technically by definition it is. Um, but I'm like, yo, when the club's open, they better be ready. That dance floor, get the hell away from me, because I'm taking this over. This floor is it may or may not be on fire once I'm done dancing on it. Okay, that's what I'm super excited because let's be honest, once all this is over and things open up, we're going to get a lot of like the hand motions and people are going to be like, oh, this is dancing. Again, by definition it is, but I miss the old school, like Missy Elliott dancing. Like I thought that was absolutely incredible. She put dancers, she gave dance dancers a platform to be on that was much more than just a couple arm motions. Again, am I a hater? <sighs> just a little bit just a little bit but hey it get it gets people views so i really i mean i can't hate on that too much but i'm just not the biggest fan of that style of dancing just the hand motions something that i do appreciate tiktok for is all the like straight to the point tutorials on how to do something very quick like for me i get a lot of photography so like i appreciate uh on how to make uh how to take a better photo quick one minute Oh, that's super easy. I can do that. How to edit a photo in a certain style. One minute, we're done. It doesn't, hey, how's it going? What's up, guys? You know, this weekend, kind of like a podcast. No, I don't give a fuck about that. Just tell me how to do it, what I need to do, and that's it. That's what I love about this new platform. And then this is the second time I've talked about it, but guys, I highly recommend to at least just dabble in it. It's pretty fun. I'm not going to lie. It's actually pretty fun. I know this episode is going to be very short. It's, I believe, the first episode that I did not take notes on. Uh, I just said, yo, let's go top of the dome. Let's see what you can talk on. Do I have the skill for that? Not really. Definitely no. But uh, it was a try. Uh, It was a test trial. And again, guys, thank you so much for listening. You guys don't understand. Or maybe I'm just rushing this because this mask is super hot okay like i said it, it, it it's 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 pretty thick all right um and also even with the headphones i can't hear myself very very well um but you know it, it was a test try i absolutely loved it and and you know it was my opportunity to kind of share with you how fucking nerdy i am but yeah uh again guys thank you so much for listening such a weird episode all right guys it's the shortest episode that i probably have had it's pretty strange but thank you so much for watching listening to the real spicy podcast i'm gonna try to do these on a weekly basis but there's only so much that i can talk about before it gets kind of boring and and try to keep it entertaining as you guys will notice like there's a couple sometimes people have noticed like there's a couple jumps jump cuts just because i i catch myself going on tangents about something that has nothing to do with the topic that i was initially talking about but a lot of butts today thank you so much for listening and watching hopefully you guys watch this one actually i really want you guys watch this one because your boy has a mask on um but i'm gonna end this out uh with a quick little promo muchas gracias por escuchar El Rio Spicy Podcast. Y para la gente que habla español, acuérdense que somos los más chingones que existen, señores. Y acuérdense que yo soy el Pentagón Cero Miedo.